Welcome to McKnight's Senior Living Newsmakers Podcast, where we share the latest information and views from industry leaders. Hi, I'm Kim Bonvisuto, content editor for McKnight's Senior Living. I recently attended the 2022 Argentum Senior Living Conference and had a chance to speak with Myra Norton, President and CEO of Arena Analytics. We discussed ethics and bias in artificial intelligence, and she explained Arena Analytics' role in the senior living industry. Arena Analytics is a company focused on workforce, and we have a fundamental belief that talent is equally distributed, but opportunity often isn't. And that that problem exists because we make hiring decisions based on kind of personal experience, signals and resumes, things that may correlate with economic background, class, race, gender, things we don't want them to correlate with, but are often very imperfect predictors of success in a job. And so we we started and built Arena to fix that problem, to basically fix the way uh, individuals get matched with meaningful work. We want to do that in a way that includes all people regardless of their background, pedigree, socioeconomic status, or otherwise. Okay, so uh, there's been some discussion about um, ethics and bias in AI. So what are some of the ethical issues? Yes, yeah. This is at the core of of our company is actually an ethical framework. And we have, uh, we're one of the first companies to, to have an outside AI ethics board. This is one thing that I recommend any company that's doing work in this space. I recommend having that because you need a diverse set of voices to help you think about how you deploy. You know, technology is powerful. We can do things with with data and math and technology that really improve, enhance, augment our human experience. You know, enable different lived experiences that can fundamentally change people, right? But you have to deploy that technology in a very intentional and thoughtful way. And so I think some of the, there are, we could talk for hours on the myriad ethical implications that you need to think about when you're deploying any kind of technology. Uh, but for me, at the heart of it, it is, it's, it's about fairness. So, and, and it is about in the deploying of this technology, are we going to make things better? Are, are we going to make things better for people? Or worse, are we going to cause harm, or improve, you know, improve uh, people who are currently being harmed? Um, and so, that's that's how we think about the the ethical implications. It's really thinking very um, intentionally about what is the impact on all of the people that use our technology, the the job seeker, the employee, the the organization, the hiring manager, the recruiter. Everyone who touches that technology, how is their life impacted as a result of it? And I think that's what you have to do. And and I'll just add, to do that, you also need to build, you need to have the team that is working on your technology must be diverse, must come from different backgrounds. And that's not just uh, about protected class. It's not just about EEOC definitions. It's about the way uh, you think, the way you operate, the what you've experienced in your life, that diversity of thought, it's why we have this outside ethics board in addition to our internal team, the, the more you can bring those different perspectives in, the more effectively you can identify where there may be unintended consequences to the technology you're bringing. 
So why is bias such a concern in AI? Is it because there aren't enough of those outside groups and, and diversity? Well, that's one piece, but actually the, the bigger issues are that um, we as human beings have made biased decisions for centuries. <laughs> um, we've evaluated uh, people um, based on the cognitive shortcuts we've developed, based on the community we grew up in, based on what we were exposed to. And so those decisions over, you know, in, in the space that we're in, when you think about HR tech, those decisions over decades at least, if not longer, um, if you rely on that data and you aren't able to deploy a bias removing technology, you end up uh, reinforcing hiring bias that existed before you ever used any tech. Okay. You know what I mean? So, so what, that's one is is just historical hiring bias that actually has nothing to do with technology. Number two is um, the it's what you're getting at when you when you look at what are the kind of what, what's the diverse set of individuals that are in an applicant pool or maybe aren't in an applicant pool but should be. Uh, what are the barriers that prevent them from being in that applicant pool or from being selected for this job? Um, and so I think those are just two of the, the, the real serious risks of bias in AI because you can, if you deploy an AI without implementing technologies to account for underrepresented groups to account for historical hiring bias, to look specifically at the outcome, not just um, what are the traits or characteristics that this person has. You know, personality traits are dangerous. That's a dangerous measure of, of a person's performance or outcome because we all show up differently. Interesting. When you think about neurodiversity, mm -hmm. the, the, the way I show up, and in my view of this is that we are all on uh, the spectrum of neurodiversity, and the way that I show up and operate in the world uh, may look different than you, and but but we may be able to accomplish the same work, achieve the same outcome, and so we don't want to mark people to to uh, personality traits that may not actually measure capacity to do a job. So, how can senior living providers use AI responsibly without running into some of these challenges? I think there are one. And, and AI exists in everything from chatbots that you have on your website to um, uh, assistive devices you may use in a community. To, I mean, you name it. It's it's this is very broad. I think when you are um, using AI to support decision making, there are a couple things. One, I'm, I'm not an advocate of, of in, in the hiring context or in the employment context. I'm not an advocate of AI making a hiring decision. I think that's dangerous. I think what data and tech, technology and AI can do is augment human wisdom and, and human understanding. So one is how you deploy the technology. Two is get to know your partner, your technology partner that you're working with, and make sure you understand what their ethical processes, how they develop their technology, um, and, and make sure it aligns with your um, your mission, your goals, right? And then I think I'm really excited by and, and proud to be involved in some of the work that the EEOC is doing to really think about how do we, I think we need regulation. I think we need um, guardrails because one of the things I'm most proud of at Arena is we've actually developed um, AI to combat bias in AI. And we're looking at, you know, 
can we, we want to make this available to other AI technologies? Like how can we help other organizations who are deploying really powerful tools? Can we help them remove the potential hidden bias that's, that is in their technology? And so I think for, for senior living providers and really for any employer, it is being thoughtful about deploying technology to make the hiring process, the employment process better for job seekers across the board, right? As long as you have that as your, your aim, I think you can't go wrong. Great. Well, I know I learned a lot. I hope our listeners learn as well, and I really appreciate you sitting down with us. It was my pleasure. Thank you for asking such great Thank questions. You. Thank you for listening to McKnight's Senior Living Newsmakers podcast. For the latest in senior living news, visit McKnightSeniorLiving.com.